We look at Formula One and more here on Inside Motorsport this week. I hope you can stay with us. Lachlan Metzl joins us on the line, and Lachlan, it is a uh, uh, well, uh, quiet time for Formula One with the mandatory stand down, but I thought I'd have an opportunity to speak to you here in the new year about uh, your thoughts and recollections of 2017 in the World Championship. It was an interesting season, Craig, and it was a season where, with the changes to the regulations, particularly around the aerodynamics and also the increased size tyres that people thought that the cars would go faster and generally most of the tracks that we went to they did go faster but in the end it was the manufacturer that has prevailed since the introduction of the turbocharged V6 engines that rose to the top again Mercedes with Lewis Hamilton winning his fourth world championship. Interesting with Nico Rosberg uh, saying that's enough for him after he won his first championship Pretty much everyone had written this season off as being Hamilton's and it wasn't all his own way. Ferrari lifted their game and uh, his new teammate at times was looking very competitive. Yeah, so starting with his new teammate Valtteri Bottas, he had a really good first half of the season with a couple of race victories at Russia and also the Austrian Grand Prix. But in the second half of the season, he was nowhere near as fast as Hamilton and in the end, I think you'd have to say, based on his results, that he is a solid number two driver that's probably not going to be challenging Hamilton for the championship. But what was more intriguing was the increased threat from Ferrari because Sebastian Vettel, in particular, looks really, really competitive at the start of the season, led the world championship for more than half the year. And the Ferraris, they weren't as quick in qualifying generally as the Mercedes, but over a race distance, they were just as good and uh, better on, on some occasions. So it was encouraging to see their resurgence in form, but it fell apart for them at the end of the season with some mechanical problems and also a couple of incidents, particularly at the Singapore Grand Prix, where Vettel misjudged the start and ended up involved in a multi-car pile-up in the first corner. And Lockie, as Australians, we're all interested in the progress of Daniel Ricciardo, but at Red Bull there was times when it looked like Max Verstappen could actually turn out to be the number one in 2018 uh, because he has shown he is right up there with the best. Verstappen was very fast in 2017 and more often than not out-qualified Daniel Ricciardo, but Dan was pretty good during the races. One of the hallmarks of his career has been his overtaking prowess, and he put that to very good use at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix at the Baku circuit, where he took a race win in what was probably the most chaotic Grand Prix of the season. But Red Bull reliability was their big Achilles heel this year. Both drivers suffered lots of mechanical problems. Verstappen in the first half of the season, Ricardo in the second half of the season, and that's something that they're going to have to get on top of 2018 if they want to take the fight up to Mercedes and Ferrari. So what should we expect in 2018? Is it still a, a one-horse race? Can we expect to see uh, viable 
competition from Ferrari, Red Bull. And then, of course, we've got uh, some changes at McLaren after a tumultuous year there, no longer going with the Hondas. Yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic about season 2018. I think that Red Bull and Ferrari will get closer to Mercedes, so I think all three of those teams will be capable of challenging for race victories. As you mentioned, McLaren, they've ditched the Honda engines in favour of Renault engines, so hopefully Fernando Alonso, for the first time in a number of seasons, will have a car that's capable of contending for at least podium finishes, because we know that Alonso is one of the most naturally gifted drivers on the grid, so you really would hope that he would be in a car that's somewhat competitive. Force India, um, I'll be interested to see how they go as well, because it was a very close fight between their two drivers, Sergio Perez and Esteban Ocon in 2017. They ended up finishing fourth in the Constructors' Championship, and... If they can have a similar sort of season where they consistently accumulate points, then no reason that their drivers can't be challenging for podium finishes as well. What they need think, is uh, Roland Dane to go over and have a chat to them about teamwork. More often than <laughs> not last season, they were uh, getting in each other's way. Yeah, and in the end, they did actually impose team orders and they uh, banned the two drivers from racing one another because there were a couple of Grand Prix where they took each other out and cost themselves better results. Uh, Teams that might struggle a bit, I think Toro Rosso, they're going for Honda engines for 2018 because as part of the deal, they had to pick up the the McLaren engine supply agreement, basically. So not sure how they're going to go with the Honda motors. Um, Renault, they sort of had a gradual season of improvement in 2017, so... They pick up again, uh, Carlos Sainz Jr. in that whole uh, switcho changeo at Toro Rosso there, don't they? Yeah, so that's actually a pretty strong driver combination with Carlos Sainz Jr. and Nico Hulkenberg. And again, two drivers who we know are good, and if they have the right machinery underneath them, then they're certainly capable of contending for top-level results as well. Um, probably the other one is uh, Sauber, because... They welcome in Charles Leclerc, who was the Formula 2 champion from last year. Um, very, very good in Formula 2. And the Sauber team, that's going to be a good environment for him just to learn Formula 1 without too much pressure in his first season. So it'd be interesting to see how he goes as well. Well, we look forward to talking to you about Formula 1 throughout 2018, Lachlan. Of course, it's one of many hats you wear, and uh, the Australian Motor Racing Series is something you're going to be covering for us as well. Yes, a brand-new series sanctioned by the Australian Auto Sport Alliance, the AASA, and being managed by the Benalla Auto Club Group, which also owns the Winton and Wakefield Park circuits. It's a six-round national series that's going to visit not just Wakefield Park and Winton, but also Malala, Sydney Motorsport Park and Morgan Park. So it'll visit four different states and a good assortment of categories on the program, including the Australian Formula 4 Series, the Australian Formula 3 Premier Series will run some rounds as well, the uh, new Aussie Racing Ute Series, which will be home for some of the now superseded V8 Utes. Uh, that'll be one of the categories on the program as well. Legend cars, TA2, stock cars, and uh, plenty more. So good uh, opportunity for categories that have previously been running at state or club levels to step up, step up to having 
full professionally run national series with the exposure benefits of live streaming and uh, a dedicated PR program as well. This is going to uh, rival the Shannon's national series. That's the aim of the organisers. <laughs> a lot of people have been saying that and that's how it's been reported in the media. Uh, what the organisers have been at great pains to point out is that it's not really a rival to the Shannon's nationals as such. It's more a an alternative, I suppose you could say. And, you know, there are some categories, yes, like Formula Ford, for example, that might have been nationals in the past, but for the most part, the categories that you'll be seeing on the AMRS still are categories that have not actually previously run as national motor racing categories. And when does that all kick off? So the first round of the AMRS will be at Winter Motor Raceway on the second weekend of March, so the weekend after the Adelaide 500 and a big gathering of categories, a total of 11 different categories on the program for that weekend. So it'll be a blockbuster event to kick off a brand new series. Lachlan, it's always a good pleasure to join... Start that again. Lachlan, it's always a pleasure to have you here on Inside Motorsport. We wish you all the best for 2018 and uh, look forward to speaking to you again very soon. It's going to be a big, busy year, Craig, and I can't wait to get stuck into it. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.